Welcome to the climb. This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. That's what you're gonna need is leverage. It's more than just your talent now. You've got to bring something to the table, something of value, something that's tangible, more than potential. You've got to bring a reputation. And that's what's gonna get you moving forward, onward, and upward on the ladder, which is why we called it. The CLIMB, it's an acronym, C-L-I-M-B, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. And the literal genius who came up with that uh, is my co-host and my good friend, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And what I love about Brent is he also helps songwriters like you turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and not only that, He'll connect you with the pros. What more do you want? He leads you to water and he gets you to drink. You can reach Brent real super easy at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. You can, they help you find your sound and they help you grow your audience so you can become the artist that everybody loves and so you can get paid. Daredevil has worked with multi-platinum artists like Colin Ray, Tracy Lawrence, Ty Herndon, and Andy Griggs, just to name a few. You can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That's production, singular, no S. And there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. How are you, brother? I'm doing all right, man. That last part always makes me feel just for a second, like I maybe on WKRP in Cincinnati or some other sort of professional DJ. I just feel like it's a... <laughs> This was my one moment to go like, there is no other Johnny D. Johnny away, John. <laughs> that was such a good show. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, my cousin was actually on that show in a bit part, like in one episode, which is cool. I'm proud to say that claim to fame. There, you go. there we go. We, we were just excited because, uh, oh, was it Herb Tarlick, the sales guy? Yeah. He's from Arkansas, the actor. And so we, he had a Razorback mug on his desk in the show. And we'd be like, there's a Razorback mug. <laughs> we'd all get so excited because, you know, we're from Arkansas. That was like early 80s. We had nothing else going on except for Walmart. That was all of it. That we were was like, all. we got Walmart and we got Herb Tarlick. He's a lecturous, <laughs> sleazy sales guy in WKRP in Cincinnati. But doggone it, he's, he's repping the hogs. So we're That's all happy. That's funny, bro. Well, hey, listen, let's get down to it. Um, uh, first of all, uh, you know, thank you. For, again, the numbers just continue to climb in a big way here. We're well over 75,000 downloads now, which is uh, exciting for us. And, and the, we keep growing. Um, if you like what you're hearing, please share it. Uh, please take a second to leave a rating and review on iTunes. <clears throat> we'll read it on the air. We'll make you famous. And um, that helps us look more legit to everybody else. And then finally, we have a online Facebook community that's uh, we welcome you to, to come in and join. And like, it's been growing a lot like the last couple of weeks, man. It seems like every day I'm adding three, four, five, six people. Mm -hmm. So, so that's cool. And just go to uh, the climb community on Facebook, search for that. You'll find it. And it's a, it's a big community of people, singers, songwriters, indie artists like you. And uh, they pose a lot of questions. They answer each other's questions, which I think is the coolest part, right? They're supporting each other. Mm -hmm. And then Brent and I are there and we weigh in on, on, on certain viewpoints and, uh, we can help you get your head straight and make sure that uh, every ounce of energy that you're spending on your career here is, is, is optimized and, and you're spending it in the right place. Right. Amen to that. <clears throat> so today, um, man, we got, this is going to be a cool episode. We have a climber that we're going to introduce um, who's been, uh, I believe listening to the podcast religiously now for, for over a year and has been applying a, a lot of the the precepts, the concepts, you know, the gospel, living the gospel, if you will, of the time. <laughs> um, that's not sacrilegious if I say that, is it? You know, I'm, I'm, that's why I don't do these in the room with you, so I don't get struck by lightning. So. Okay. <laughs> so that's why we do this remotely. Sorry, no, I'm just playing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but his name is uh, Jonathan Cochran, and here's the deal. He's just like you. He's out there. He's hustling. And I think the most exciting part about this interview is going to be he, he, he makes a living 
making music. This is what he does. And so we're going to dig into that, how, how he's done some of that stuff. And, and just, you know, instead of us preaching about it here in Nashville, he's down in Lafayette, Louisiana, and, uh, and making it happen. So with that, I want to welcome him to the show here. Jonathan Cochran, how are you, sir? Good. How y'all doing? Man, doing Good, well. man. Welcome to the climb. Yeah, and by the way, if you're in the climb community, you recognize Jonathan Cochran because he's. I hope so. He gives a lot of testimonies on yes. on, on what's working there. He'll stand up cool. and testify, which, which <laughs> I'm, I'm a living. Like. I'm a living testimony. That's right. Right. So, uh, real quick, like, in, in, in if you can give a real, you know, we don't have a lot of time here, and there's a lot of stuff I want to dig into with you, Jonathan. But just give him yeah. a little bit of uh, 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 the last, uh, you know, where you're from, what you're about, what kind of music you're doing, and. Right, right. Um, and where you are now. Right. So, um, again, my name is Jonathan Cochran. I'm a modern country artist from, we say Lafayette, Louisiana here. Uh, Ooh, sorry. <laughs> we say it, we, we, again, we pretty much understand, we understand that we say it wrong, but we say Lafayette. Um, I've been playing for probably about 12, 13 plus years. I'm 24. Uh, and I, I really grew up with uh, owning my chops in church, actually. Um, playing a lot of church music. And then I got into a lot of uh, rock and metal as I was a teenager, which is pretty typical. Uh, yes. hated, country, hated country, but fell in love with it when I went on a camping trip at 18 and had nothing else to listen to on the radio <laughs> uh, with my friends. And uh, it kind of found me. The new sounds really reminded me a lot of the stuff that I was cutting my teeth on when, you know, when I was in, in school and whatnot. So uh, took a big plunge about a year ago, maybe a little bit more than that, decided to be a solo artist. I was always part of bands. Um, I was very scared to do it, scared to be the face, didn't think I was good enough. It was the best decision I ever made. It was incredible. Um, got connected with some people who were just playing some very, very simple acoustic gigs in town. Nothing spectacular, but um, we're really, really having some good opportunities to make some good money doing it. I got connected with them and really just started busting my butt doing that. And that turned into what is now about 20 shows a month. Hmm. Um, doing that as mostly acoustic stuff, as well as anything else that I want to throw in with my band that I do as well. Um, that, that we, that we, we stay pretty, we stay pretty busy with it. So, uh, that's, you know, I could give you a, a, a day long answer, but that's, I guess that's the short answer. to, to what no, That's a good answer. Cool. So, so yeah. I mean, I think the most important thing I want to establish in that is that, um, you know, you're not signed to a label. No, no, nothing like that. Company. It's just, it's Jonathan Cochran and it's, it's the three of you, right? Me, myself and I, as you, you know, you (laughs) (laughs) making it all happen. So, um, the way that you came into our awareness as a climber, um, and Brent, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was the first time that he testified about that about the video right on YouTube. And I want to dig into that like straight off the top. It was the Miley Cyrus song, right? That sounds right to me. Yeah. That was when I first was like, Oh, that's awesome. Cause I love testimonials, right? That's, you know, we pre- like you said, we preach the gospel. It's good to see somebody going out there and saying, well, okay, here's what I did. I did an experiment and here were my results, which is just fascinating. And I love hearing that stuff. So let's Jonathan talk about that. Run us through the experience of that, uh, of that, particular song like what were you doing on youtube before the miley cyrus cover and what changed right and because there's some stuff that you that in the testimony that you left in the client community there's some stuff that you touched on which i i know for a fact are common hurdles that i have to intentionally uh you know try to fill in the potholes as i'm trying to tell my artists like here's why here's what we're going to do here's what you're going to think Right. This is going to be your first reaction because you're an artist and I understand that, but we need to put that over here and and go here. So if you just kind of walk us through, like, did you have a YouTube presence before? How many views were you getting? How many subscribers did you have? And then the moment where your thought process on what happened with the Miley Cyrus. So when I first posted that particular video, I had virtually no presence on there. I had a handful of videos, some covers. I actually had a music video on there which my music video did better on Facebook for a bunch of reasons we'll get into another time. Um, but uh, I, I, I think I had 75 followers probably, if, mm-hmm. if not, maybe 50 even. Um, but so one day I had been trying to... You mean subscribers? Subscribers, right? yes. So yeah, excuse me. Excuse me. Okay. 75, 50 to 75 subscribers. Um, I had had a video or two that had done all right, maybe a couple thousand views. Um, 
just trying the whole thing and us and, and, and hadn't seen a ton of success was a little bit down about it. But, uh, one day I'm on the computer and a friend of mine posts that Miley Cyrus had released a new song for the first time in who knows how long. And it was a big deal because Miley, you know, she's back to her good girl roots now and she's behaving herself and everybody wants to know about it. So it's already a talking point in pop culture, which is, which is like gold if you want to follow this up on the internet because people are searching for it. So I didn't necessarily know that part at this point in time, but I just, I just had the thought like, okay, so if she put this song out today, I've got the ability to go, to go learn this and get ahead of everybody else. And at least I'll catch that crowd, you know, before the, the YouTube market gets saturated with this cover song. So um, she released it, I believe at midnight the night before, if not early that day. And I didn't get around to it to about four o'clock that, that next afternoon. This would be a Friday, right? Yes, it was a Friday. No, no, no. I take that back. This was actually a Thursday, specifically, which I thought so she was released little- it at midnight on Thursday morning, which would be like Wednesday night. Correct. Which Correct. is weird because that's not normal. It's not, right. but I do remember it being that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so she releases it then, and I got to it. I guess that's. I mean, that's what sixteen hours later, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, and I just I tried to do the the quickest like, like good clean take that I could get. And, and the second that I felt okay about it and I got through the song without, you know, without going flat or, or messing up my guitar chord or, or my voice breaking or whatever it was, it would have been. Mm. Um, I just took it, cut it, synced it up because I, I, I do tend to produce it just, just a touch. You don't have to do that. If you want, you can just go just camera and mic, um, but put it up. And then within probably 30 minutes, put it up on YouTube. Well, uh, I went, I played a show that night and I was just kind of checking my phone and, and it, it did about a hundred views in the first day. And I was like, man, this is, this is really, this is pretty good traction considering, uh, you know, what my other videos have done cause they've hardly done anything. And, uh, I also was a little disappointed cause you know, I was thinking, oh man, this is gonna be brilliant. But little did I know that it started, it picked up a little bit. It started hitting some peaks. And next thing I know it, it hit a thousand in just a couple days. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then next thing I know, it's at 2000 and it's climbing and it's climbing and it's climbing. And uh, fast forward to now, I, it's been, I believe, six months since that video. And it's, um, it's about to cross 20,000 now. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm looking right here and that one is at, no, it crossed 20,000. Okay. Yeah. Congratulations. There we go. <laughs> yeah. <Thank you. laughs> so, um, so, yeah. So that was kind of what helped me realize, you know, the method of getting things up quick and not getting things up necessarily the most spectacular thing you've ever done because you know, y'all did a podcast on this. It's better to be first than to be best. Yeah. 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 So, and, and that's really what I learned with that is cause like I'm the king of overproducing stuff, but when it came to the YouTube game, you know, I did this and, and it just worked. It just did. I, that's the only thing I can say about it. And it can be a little bit hit or miss like that, but for the most part, the ones that I have rushed to, have all done better. And I've had a few other ones that this method has worked with, just maybe not to, well, I've got one that worked even better, but that one's newer, so it doesn't have the view count yet. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about that in a second. Let's just stick yeah. right here for right now. Because, <clears throat> all right, so a couple things. So you're, describe, like, you, you've overproduced. You're typically going to overproduce stuff, like in terms of the video part of it right? Like just just describe what you'd normally do. What you, what your first, like what what your inclination was before you'd put something up on YouTube prior to this. And because I mean, I'm, I'm asking this because you made specific mention of this in that first. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, you were, you're like, man, normally I would have like a bunch of different shots and and it's like more sophisticated. So dig into that a little bit. So I'm, I'm, I'm like a video guy uh, and I'm new to it, but I actually like, I did edits on my first music video because I got it back from the guy and I was like, Hey, I I don't, this is, this isn't quite what I want. So like very, very into that. So, you know, if I'd have had it my way, I'd have had, you know, all these external lights in the room and I'm, you know, I'm backlit. I've got three point lighting and, you know, there's three cameras or there's multiple shots and I'm taking all of those and throwing them in together and I'm spending meticulous time, you know, in software on the computer looking at and thinking, oh, I don't like my face the way I'm making it from this angle because it doesn't look good. And then further than that, I'm going into, you know, I'm going into Logic, which is where I record everything and I'm, you know, I'm tuning my vocal and 
and you know, I'm, oh, and I'm compressing everything and I'm, I'm retracking the guitar and maybe I was miming it instead of playing it live and all this type of thing. That would have been my inclination to do it, you know, mm -hmm. and I've actually got a video or two like that, that are the, that are the proof that that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it just, it just doesn't. Now I think there's something to be said for YouTubers who have a good size following that do that. Because what can happen then is you can jump to the top of search results because you're already a YouTube presence doing the song. So that can be a good, good idea then. But when we're talking about being a bare bones guy with 50 to 75 subscribers, you're just, you got to do anything to, to get out in front of people's faces because you're just the bottom of the crop. Like you, you stop right there. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. Okay. So let's talk about a couple of <laughs> things here because you really hit on some important stuff. Number one, it, it, we had, and we had a whole episode on this. Where's the traffic coming from, right? right. The, 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 you could, the, the most recognizable song on the planet, I believe, and the, most, the song that's been spun the most is a toss-up between two songs. I think it's You Lost That Love and Feeling uh, and, and Yesterday by the Beatles, right? So those, covering those two songs, the most amount of people are going to know it and, and they're going to react to it. But... Right. Nobody's looking for it. Right. No. Right. Nobody's looking for it. So that's a cool song if you already have an audience, right? That's a cool song to do maybe if you're going to be on American Idol or on The Voice right. or on America's Got Talent because right. there's, a, there's 15 million people watching. You have an audience. And so your interpretation of something that they're extremely aware of and comfortable right. with is going to be, a, could be a game changer for you. But online, and we talked about this, like e even with making like actual sophisticated proper music videos it, it, it used to be you put them on MTV or CMT there's tens of millions of people at any given time watching those back in the 80s and the early 90s so it was getting the art in front of new eyeballs and it right. served its purpose but now that's not the case on those networks so then people default in their minds to well maybe I can get on CMT online and right. I'm like well where's the traffic coming from mm -hmm. well there's right? something like, oh I don't want to cut you off now go ahead uh, there's something important to be said about that 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 I learned is that not a, another reason you want to get it up first that isn't just getting up in search results is there is a window when this song is hot. So, mm -hmm. you know, when Miley drops this song for two weeks, people are all over this song searching right. for it. Yeah. The most searches are happening when that song first comes out. So even if you're a popular YouTube, YouTuber with, you know, 200,000 subscribers, if you're trying to reach new subscribers, you need to get it immediately because that's when people are looking for that song, you know? So I could go do a Taylor Swift song from 2004, but nobody's searching for that right now. Right. right. So, okay. So let's talk about the way the search algorithms work in YouTube. Cause I think you have to understand this and that's going to affect for, for the community out there for the climbers, that's going to affect your choices on the song. So <clears throat> if you're just getting your YouTube channel started <clears throat> and you've got 50 subscribers or 75 subscribers, that's, that's, you don't have an audience. We're trying to build an audience. So you have to find out where the traffic's coming from. The traffic's going to come from a new drop. And there's two ways you're going to build traffic from uh, a, a video that drops that's going to be huge, like Miley Cyrus or a Taylor Swift that's going to have a ton of traffic, yeah. but also maybe one that's not so big, but that has little competition on it, right? So sometimes right, you can find right. a really nice audience from a, right. a somewhat obscure artist who has a really good audience, but because there's not a million kids out there trying to do their thing, uh, you, you're going to be able to do that. So in the beginning, you have to be, you, you, you have to be religious about that. Like every single week, being consistent, dropping those down. And then what's important about the YouTubers that you mentioned was that they have a huge following already, right? Maybe they've got 100, 200, 300, even a million subscribers. So what happens when somebody with a bigger audience drops that song, all those people get an email that says that they dropped that song. Yeah. And so if you remember from past episodes and go back and listen to the YouTube episodes, YouTube wants you to go viral. YouTube makes their money on advertising. So the more views that they have on YouTube, the more money that they make, they want you to go viral, but they won't make you go viral, but they will help you go viral. And so they're constantly algorithmically trolling. I think there's like a billion videos to get uploaded every single day. And so they're algorithmically trolling those. And there's some equation that nobody knows. It's the formulas right next to 
the Coca-Cola formula and the recipe for Kentucky Fried Chicken. Right. Um, but it's a certain amount of views within a certain amount of time of it being posted. And, and that's what rings a, triggers, uh, uh, you know, something in the algorithm that says this is compelling. People are reacting to this. They're watching this. So what YouTube does is they hit a multiplier button and they begin to help you exp- they, by exposing your, your video yeah. to a whole new set of people that, that maybe you wouldn't reach on your own. Yeah. And then they see what happens. And if and the heat keeps building, they do it again and then they do it again. And those levels of that ladder can go from, you know, two, 3,000 um, views to uh, on, on a real indie level to 130,000 yeah. views like Bailey James with Girl Crush to 24 million views like, um, like our, uh, like Noah Guthrie, right? Or 105 million views like, like Carmen. So it, it can, you know, it just depends on how compelling it is, how hot it is. So timeliness is important. You drop that song, like literally the day that it came out, you right. dropped your, you uploaded your video the day that song dropped. Right. And then, uh, and now it's sort of, has a life of its own. So as you begin to build up your audience, you're going to have strength in those numbers from that. It's, you know, more people are going to see and be exposed to that video because of your audience. But in the beginning, you've got to be, you've got to be a, a disciple of the, of, the, uh, of the new drop, yeah. of the new artist that just dropped a track and figure out how to do that, right? <laughs> right. So uh, I want to mention one quick thing about what you said about doing, you know, doing something with an... Uh, you know, that not a lot of pe- other people are covering is that's a really, really great point. There's another video that I did that I didn't have as much success with because I got to it very late, but it was, it's good to note that it was still successful, although it was kind of late. I did a Josh Turner song. Mm-hmm. And, if you, and if you know Josh Turner, you know that he sings like, he, he, <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's a bass baritone. I mean, he's, yeah, exactly. He's singing Baby Lock the Door. Yeah. So I sang a Josh Turner song because not a lot of people can sing Josh Turner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and that, and and so when you do something like that, you've you've cut, I mean, uh, into a tremendously lower market now on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so so much smaller to do that. So I got to that one. Go, I was I was probably month. I was probably two months late on that one. But I I garnered a good I think five thousand on that one. Which I, to be to be honest with you, like with the numbers I've got at the moment. Like that was a pretty good feat for something that hasn't been out for a while. Most mm-hmm. of my videos, um, unless I'm doing a quick drop, are not doing those numbers. Right, right. And 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 as you continue to um, apply this strategy, and the other part of it, guys, is consistency. Okay, because you are starting your own network. It's your own yeah. channel, and you've got to view it like it's your own channel. So there's got to be. Every week, you've got to have a show. If you don't have a show, if you don't have content every week, which is what I would suggest that you do, <clears throat> then people are going to get bored and they're going to find somewhere else to go. And, they're, and you're not going to be top of mind. This is not a strategy that's really going to help you. Even if you get a big video and you do it one time and you have success, if you're not being consistent dropping the song, you're not going to build up that audience. And this yeah. strategy, coupled with consistency, is going to grow your audience, period. End of story. You said you got you just went over 20,000 views yes. with the um, Miley, Miley Cyrus song. That's 20,000 people that didn't know about Jonathan Cochran right. before he recorded six months ago. And now they do. Now they're familiar. You know, may, may, maybe you're not top of mind with them, yeah. but they've been exposed to you. They've seen you for the first time. And if you keep popping up, Right. All of a sudden it it starts to, it starts to creep into the psyche and you start to become part of their sort of culture. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious about, um, you mentioned you had about 50 to 75 subscribers when you dropped, uh, I believe it was Malibu, right? Yeah. Malibu is Malibu. Uh, did you see a bump in subscribership or have you, as you've implemented some of this stuff? How's that? Absolutely. So within, I think a week, was it a week? I don't know, within a very short period of time, but it was before I posted another video. I, I doubled in subscribers easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I went from virtually nobody to a little bit less virtually nobody. I, um, <laughs> I, uh, but percentage-wise. No, well, right. That, that, right? Exactly. That's kind of the point yeah. I was getting at is that I lit, no, like with, without, without fabricating this at all, I literally went over double subscribers just 
in a very short period of time just because of that video. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing about that, that um, I forget sometimes even that a lot of people don't realize is that that video has existed this whole six months. I haven't stopped getting subscribers from that video. Right, I just yeah. don't know that they're all specifically from that one because I've got other videos now. But right. what's cool about it is it's not like you're just going to get 75 from this one this week and then 75 next week. No, mm-hmm. you're going to get 75 this week and then maybe you'll get 75 on the next one too, but you're also going to get 15 from the first one again. Mm-hmm. So, because what happens is they go and they see you do that and they're like, oh, this guy was great. Let me, let me, and th- you know what they're going to go? They're going to go troll down your videos and there's a big one. Click on that and they're going to watch it. And they, and they compound like that. In fact, and the way I've got it set up on my, on my YouTube is that if you go to my channel, the first thing it'll show you is popular videos. So like the first thing that's going to come up in that list is, okay, here's Malibu Miley Cyrus. It's got a ton of views. And so, oh, hey, this looks compelling. I'm going to go mm-hmm. watch this. You know, it's it, like you said, it's set up for your success. Yeah. And you just got to, we just got to work it the right way. And, right. and now w- one of the side things that I, I would recommend to you, if you haven't already done it, Jonathan, you probably have because you're all over this, um, is, is to, is to stack up in your YouTube channel unlisted. So it's not viewable by the public. Um, maybe five songs that are, that are just songs that you would love to cover that are really popular, really well known that you would love to cover. And that's your pressure relief, right? So if you have, if you have a Friday where you're sick, you're not feeling good, or it's just completely hectic and there's no way on earth that you're going to be able to pay attention that particular day to a new song that dropped and grow your audience, drop one of those songs because the, the, the audience that you do have, is going to recognize it. They're going to see it. They're going to like it. You're going to get some activity on it. It's not going to get you into growth, but it is going to keep you keep top you of mind yeah. to the people. Mm-hmm. It's going to keep you alive. It's going to keep the heart pumping on your YouTube channel. That's a really good way to put it. Yeah, so. I'd never thought of that. I like that idea a lot. Yeah, and then now, what was the next song that you did? Um, well, let, let me take a look. I got it pulled up right here. I'm not positive with it. Okay, so then it looks like the next one I did was um i mean what's the next big one we talked about it last night before the well how big we talking we want like the huge one i got a well and i've got a few of them that i think there's a few things to be learned i'll touch on i'll touch on on just one other one is what i'll do um i had done it i did a a thomas rett's unforgettable that one did all right um but i also did recently uh keith urban dropped that new song female yeah and i i heard this day one or no i heard it was coming out the next day. So I was like, okay, Keith Urban dropped. That's a big name. Let's get on that. Mm-hmm. If the person's a big name, do it, period. Because you can't, if, there's, if they're a nobody or they're a, just kind of somebody, it's hard to gauge whether or not they're going to get a lot of following. But I guarantee you Keith Urban's song is going to get heard. Keith Urban drops a song, cover it immediately. Especially that one, right. considering all the social aspects of it. Absolutely. Yeah, that's got yeah, that, and the a lot of extra heat. The way it came out, yeah, there's a whole social movement. That's a good point. Yeah. Good, right. So, so I went and did this one. Um, ultimately, it didn't perform as, as great as I would have hoped. It, it's three weeks in. It's at 2.5K. So it's, it's not huge. But what's interesting to note is that it did about 2,000 2, in the first, like, two days. And wow, it was real hot out of the gate. Well, what happened was he dropped it, and then the CMAs were the next night. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I just putting out this video, and then I'm watching the CMAs, and then he debuts the song on the CMAs. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. 
Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And then yeah. everybody who watched the CMAs goes look up this song and it hits it. Now, I don't, I don't believe they've started pushing the song to radio a whole, whole bunch yet. So what I'm expecting to happen is that as he starts, as the, you know, they start pushing that, I'm going to see an uptick in, in views. Because if you go search that song on YouTube right now, you'll find me. Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking for me. If you search for female by Keith Urban, you'll find me. There you go. And I think that's right. So now it's going to go to radio and typically you're looking at maybe – you know, 15 weeks, right. 20 weeks before it starts to heat up. And, right. and, um, and, and then it's going to become more in the public awareness. Then they're going to go searching for that. And right. because you hit it early, in this case, you hit it so early. Right. Are you not on the same page on YouTube? Are you right, right below Keith or close to him? Well, on, YouTube, on search results or the, or the next page? Well, let's see. Let's look it up. Keith okay. Urban female. La- the first time I checked, that was literally the second video. So, uh, it looks like it's moved me down a little bit as it's gotten a little bit more saturated. But now I'm on, I'm on page one. There you go. So that, that's, that's going to be huge for you as it begins to... Now, let, let's talk about your subscribership for a second, Jonathan. Yep. Um, so w- w- what do you do at the end of your videos? Are you asking for subscribers? Yes. I always try to remember to do that. Um, YouTube recently changed the whole cards game and it threw me off. So like, I'm still kind of figuring that one out. But I generally am always saying... Hey, if you guys like what you hear, don't forget to hit the subscribe button wherever it's at on this page. Because you used to be able to kind of put a subscribe link in there. You can't really do it anymore. Yes, you can. Oh, you can. So that's good to know. I'm going to ask you how to do that after this. Well, let's talk about it right now. Let's do this right now and share it with everybody. So what you, what you were talking about was annotations. You could put an annotation in there right, right. and have a little pop-up happen on the video anywhere you want it in the video. And ask for subscribers. You know, Go to a connected link that might be your squeeze page or whatever. Uh, and the difference is that um, now it's called an end card. So you have the beginning card, which you can do, right? If you've, if you've ever done that, uh, that's where yeah, it, yeah, yeah. it pops up in the little right corner, a little message shoots out and you can do a free download kind of a thing, or yeah. you can, you can, you can um, you know, tell people to subscribe. Uh, but it's what, the difference, here's the difference. Annotations were not mobile friendly. They didn't. Right, correct, correct. So end cards do. So the last 20 seconds of your video, you can go in and put an end card in. It, dude, it's so, like when you do this, when we get off this podcast, you're going to freak how easy this is, okay? But you go in and just click for subscribe and uh, upload a picture that, and you can create an image that's like subscribe now or something like that with your face on it. And then you've got to put in um, another video and you can put another video in from your channel and you can make it like the last uploaded whatever, but they've got, you know, YouTube wants to prompt them to stay on YouTube, right? Yeah, well, Again, because they, they get more advertising. Right. I've dabbled in that a little bit, but I was unaware you could actually use that as a subscribe feature. Absolutely. There's, okay. if you go down, if you go down and, and, and click, if, if you click on the end cards and then you click on the drop down menu, there's a subscribe, button. you can hit a subscribe button and, and click that and that'll put it in there. Now here's the cool part. So what I do with my artists is I'll put like the last 20 seconds of the video, I'll just put a logo for the artist logo, right? Or the artist image on a black screen, right? And make it small so it's centered right in the middle because your, your video prompt and your subscribe prompt are going to take up some space there and you can move them around. But once you set that up, which literally will take you two minutes, it takes you two seconds on every subsequent video because you can right. just import that end card into right. the new video and it's like boom. Boom, 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 boom. It's super easy. But asking for them to subscribe and then giving them the button and, and people, you've got to tell them to do it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right. Hey, yeah. if you like this, press this button, subscribe. I'll see you next week. That kind of a thing. Right. And I, I take it on myself to try and subscribe. Sorry, try and reply to pretty much every comment that I get. Sometimes I'm not able to get to all of them if I've got a pretty popular video, but especially in the beginning. And I definitely always say, Hey, thanks so much for, you know, whatever, whatever it was, even if it's criticism, I just say, Hey, thanks for, you know, checking out the video. But if they liked it, I'll generally say, look, if you like what you heard here, um, 
I'd be honored if you'd subscribe, check out my other videos. You might have something you'd like. And then also, um, sometimes I'll send them to look, if you want to hear more from me, here's my squeeze page, go to this, go to this, go jonathancochran.com backslash free. And then you can download my music for free. You know, my gift to you, take it. So it's, it's the comments are a great place to kind of retarget at your audience, you know? Yes. Yes. And uh, I'll remind you of this because I actually just had a, this conversation again with a, with a new client of mine. Um, leave the negative comments up. It's smart that you did that. Number yes, one, yes. You, can't, you can't comment negatively on it because it, you're going to, whether you feel like you're a rock star or not, they feel like you are. And so right. if you negatively comment on anybody, it's going to look like you're punching down the ladder and you can't punch down. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's people will, will rebel on you and it's ruined you know, it's ruined careers of artists when, when it looks like they're picking on the little guy. Um, so you can't do that. However, um, so answering the way that you did, Hey, well, thank you for your feedback. Even if it's negative, I appreciate it. That kind of stuff just shows you that you're taking the higher road. But, uh, you know, some of the best relationships I've ever created were forged out of adversity. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's, Bailey, I remember Bailey James had one that was like real controversial. She did kick the dust up from Luke Bryan when it first dropped. And it's her second biggest video. It's, I think it's got almost 50,000 views now. And uh, for whatever reason, I think because people are so polarized by, in country music by, um, With the bro by country. Luke Bryan, they either yeah, love him yeah. or they think he's the right. devil. Right. <laughs> Like they, uh, they felt the same way about this video and she sang the fire out of it. She did a good job on it. And, and, uh, but every other comment was a hateful comment. And, um, I, you know, her parents wanted to take it down. I said, no, leave them up because a lot of people are going to watch that video just because at 50% chance, the top comment they're reading is negative. And so they're going to click on it expecting to see a train wreck. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. expecting to see somebody horrible, like in the first day of American Idol, you know, when the real bad singers are there and they're convinced that they're amazing. And then they're surprised, like, wait a second, this girl's great. And there were so many comments that were like that, like, wait, she's awesome. Like, what the hell's wrong with this guy? And, and, and so they'll go and they'll defend her. If they take the time to defend you. Yeah. In yeah, a that's, comment, that's oh, yeah. They're investing in you when they do that. They're yeah. going to remember you. That's right. Then they're going to subscribe. And then, yeah. and then to your point, Jonathan, so smart on your part that you go in and you're like, and you're, you, you, hey, man, thanks a lot. It means a lot to me that you're backing me up like that. Hey, hey, here's a free download. I want you to have a free download. You make it about them. And then, you know what? You're growing that audience. And it happens one at a time, man. It's, it's, a, it's the same thing that touring does, only you get to do it from your bedroom and you don't have to pay right. for it. You know, right. you don't got to pay for the yeah. tour. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to put, you know, you have to put socks on. That's right. You don't even exactly. have to put Most of this is done without socks on. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, and while we're talking about YouTube and stuff, I want to make sure that we, and I want to do this again at the end, but make sure that we give everyone your YouTube channel. Yeah. So, so that uh, they can go there, check out what you're doing, subscribe. So mine is really, really easy. It is youtube.com backslash Jonathan Cochran. And uh, the only thing to note about that is that I do spell my name different than most Jonathans. I spell it J-O-H-N-A-T-H-A-N and then Cochran, C-O-C-H-R-A-N. You can either search me, just my name like that, or you can do youtube.com backslash Jonathan Cochran and you can find me there. Excellent. Yeah, we'll yeah. give that again at the end. I want to make sure that yeah. we give people plenty of opportunity to go there and check out what you're yeah. doing. Thank you. Because another thing that he does while you're gaining traction is like, you're good. Oh, thank you. That helps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, we, you know, we saw your testimonial. We went and we clicked and checked out Malibu. We're like, oh, and he's good. Okay, <laughs> good. Hey, man, yeah, that helps. <laughs> good to know, know y'all felt that way about it. Um, you know, talent, the original multiplier. Right? You know, That's talking right. about the negative comments reminded me of something I didn't mention earlier. Um, one thing I get a lot of negative comments about, I say a lot, I don't get a lot of them. You won't get a ton of them unless you just, unless you have a Bailey situation. Right. Um, is people will be like, you know, this was really good, but you need to learn the lyrics because, well, my game is I'm trying to get this up fast. So I've got my iPad right behind the, the, the camera and I'm reading these lyrics. I didn't learn mm -hmm. this song because yeah. I'm in the fast game. But I, 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 I thought about that. I want to mention that to everybody who's listening. Don't spend your time trying to learn, learn this song. There are, there are people making with huge views on YouTube playing the wrong chords. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And nobody cares. Yeah. Don't, don't, you can't get into that. Now I'm fortunate enough that like, that, that I've, I've kind of developed my, you know, my, 
my my ear enough that for the most part I can I can kind of get it and be like, okay, I know what they're doing. And but you know, there's I've seen it, and there's so so many people playing the wrong chords. But people yeah. don't. There is not one mention in the comments of you got the chords wrong. Put it this way, right. they will complain about your lyrics reading before they will complain about your chords. So don't go waiting for somebody to put out a chord chart, anything like that. Find a key that it works for you in, read those lyrics off the screen, and get it up as soon as you possibly can. Yeah, that's that's And one thing I think that you talked about that is helpful for you kind of getting your chops up enough is that you're going out, you're playing. This is not the only thing you're doing. You're building that muscle. I mean, because the live shows, you're probably getting requests. The, yes, like very oh, much so. figure that song out hold on oh, okay yeah let's just go right, with it. You know, right. there's a lot of that which is just building that muscle for yeah. when a new song drops picking it up faster yeah and you know it's a level of improv- improvisation but that's a good thing for you you know mm-hmm. it'll that'll teach you to be a better musician and it does because you know you get in this situation and you're reading this line you're like crap i don't remember how exactly to sing this you make it up on the spot and you know what some people catch it but most people don't and and it's good to do that because it, it refi- kind of refines you as a performer to realize that, dude, when you mess up, just keep playing. You just keep mm-hmm. playing. These people, they, as long as they're enjoying it, they're tuned in, they, they, they're not really, really catching it, catching it unless you just drastically blow the thing. Yeah, it's a you new know, song. Keep rolling. Just it's keep a new rolling. song. They're learning it too. And I've got some videos that I've got a little mess up or two in. People don't really, it, it, I don't find that it has phased them Maybe one in 2,000. Every Stones record has a mess up or two on every track. That's what yeah. makes it cool, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, on that point, it, it's, uh, listen, that's what Broadway's about down here. That's what Hamburger's about for the Beatles. You know, when somebody c- comes up and gives you 20 bucks and says, hey, I want you to play this song, you don't say, gosh, we don't know it. You say, hell yeah, you take the money. Like, we know, what key's that in? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you go, and, you, and you figure it out. And they, you know what? The only thing they care about, they feel validated. Cause they took the, because, cause they talked to you, they connected yeah. with you. You're trying to do their song yeah. and, and, and they feel like they're part of the team and, and they go and they do it. And anybody like to the point of your guy, the, the negative comment about the lyrics or whatever, man, don't let that bother you guys out there. Uh, there's always going to be somebody having a bad day yeah. and they're decide to, to say something about you. Just think for a second, how much energy it <laughs> took that person <laughs> to sit down and craft a message where he rips on you for the lyrics. Like he needed to go out of his way that day to yeah. tell you, you got some lyrics wrong. And, and you know what? And it's just like, I promise you like, and you never do this, but, but uh, I promise you that whatever it was, it wasn't the lyrics that pissed that guy off. Yeah. Right? Right. You know? yeah. I laugh about it sometimes. Just like what, what kind of like, it, it impresses me that some people will go on YouTube to go to, to down like to thumbs down a video right and and leave a, a, a negative comment i mean i guess if it's political i could get it but like on music stuff like dude if you don't like it go listen to some music you do like so yeah exactly and, right and, and, the, and that being said most people aren't doing that is what's important to be said about that so yeah you can't let the fear of that happening stop you from doing it mm-hmm. but to talk about you know the whole somebody gives you a tip thing you, you do the song, you don't worry about it. I know we're going to touch a little bit more on the whole, you know, gigs that I'm playing to stay alive right now. Um, that happens. That very, very much happens. And I can give you an example of a, of a drunk guy coming up and he wanted me to sing Drake White's Making Me Look Good Again. But I didn't know all these lyrics. And this guy wanted me to play this song. And he said, I will give you $100 right now to sing this song. I said, all right, give me. I was, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll sing it. I, I didn't know what I was going to do. So I can't handle that song. Watch, watch this. Hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, so so I, I had somebody pull up. I listened to it once real quick and had somebody pull up the lyrics and sang it as best of my ability. The guy was drunk. He didn't know the difference. He thought he thought as a freaking rock star singing the song. He, he's the <laughs> one that told you what to sing. He feels like the rock star. Oh, in the room. absolutely. It's about him. Absolutely. I promise you it's about him. He's like, man, look at this. I'm just throwing money around, absolutely. making it rain in here. They play whatever I want. Yeah, yeah but I mentioned that too. <laughs> and I know we're going to segue into that a little bit to just to be a testament that to like, you can on a small scale, you can make a living doing music and you're going to have nights like that where some guy walks up and he wants to leave you a hundred dollar tip. Mm-hmm. It's they not going to be every night. To it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's, let's get into that. Cause I think, um, you know, some, some artists have it in their head of what it's supposed to mean to make it right. And they think about a Keith Urban show that they just went and saw and they're like, and let, until I get there, I'm not really making it. So I'm not, they're, they're, they're missing a bunch of the steps along the way. 
right? Right. And and I promise you, like I've got video I put on my, um, you know, speaking of Keith Urban, video of, of Keith Urban playing, I think it was, I don't know if it was a PRO party or if it was a publisher party, but he's out there standing up with an acoustic guitar in a crowd of people and just singing a song. Like he's nobody at that moment, right? He's yeah. not Keith Urban yet. He's just Keith, that guy over there. His name's Keith, yeah. and he's and he's playing this song, and he sounds just like he does now. He you know he hasn't gotten any more talent since, yeah. <laughs> since that happened, but he was there just doing it, man. You know, and so what I like about you, Jonathan, is I, I, it's the humility factor, right? Well, like you're you. you're doing twenty shows, um, and, and this this whole part of the, the of this episode came with, with the conversation Jonathan and I had last night, where he's like, yeah, I'm doing like you know, 20 shows a month. I'm like, wow, dude, that's impressive. Because hey, I don't get too impressed because it's, it's mostly like, you know, acoustic shows. Sometimes I'm in a restaurant playing background music, but they're paying me, Johnny. And yeah. I was like, yes. Okay. So mm-hmm. even, even at the pinnacle of my, you know, small regional artist career, uh, we'd go play 3000 people on a Saturday and on a Monday doing an acoustic show playing for the bar staff, but I'm getting paid and we, and we (laughs) delivered a killer show and that bar staff loved us, you know what I mean? Money, but they loved it. And and I I think it's important to note that um, you just got to get out there and you got to do it. You're not going to overexpose yourself in the beginning. You just need to make money right now, you know, and, and and build that up. And there's a lot of, I've had conversations with artists very recently that I'm working with that are like, well, you know, we don't think like the writer's nights are good because we're going to overexpose. And uh, I'm like, no, no, nah. no, 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 <laughs> uh-uh. you know, like Keith Urban's going to overexpose if he does like, you know, 20 writer's nights in a month in Nashville. Because if you can go see Keith Urban all the time, uh, you're going to wait till next week because he's always going to be there. Same thing with Adele or whatever. But man, when you're trying to get started, you need the experience. You need the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and so you're, you know, you're making a living doing this now. And it's, it's even to a point where you're really thinking about making a move to Nashville, but it's the one right. thing that's holding you back because you're making a living down yeah. there. So, yeah. Yeah. It, it's kind of funny, kind of a funny, you know, issue to have that it's like, I want to go to Nashville, but I don't want to stop being a musician for a living. You know, I don't, I don't know how often that happens, but it's a, it's a good problem to have. It really, really is. Yeah, that's like, a high-class yeah. problem, what they call it. <laughs> yeah. well, I don't know about high-class. Like I told you, <laughs> this isn't the most, the most uh, glamorous uh, set of shows you'll ever do. But, it, you know, something I really like about it is that, one, as a job, it, you're, not, you're, you're working three to four hours a night. And so what that allows you to do for anybody out there who wants to try doing this is now you can reinvest all that extra time into your craft. Mm-hmm. And you can reinvest in your YouTube channel and your social media and you can market in that time that you wouldn't have at another job. And further than that, the time you do spend at work is also reinvesting in your craft because you're getting a better, you're becoming a better musician. People are seeing you and hearing you. Now you're not going to gain 20 fans a night every time, but you know what? You're going to get nights here and there where you're going to gain six fans. And then the next night you're going to gain one super fan. And I'll take one super fan over six regular fans. I'm just telling Heck you. Yeah. So right. it, it, it's, it's small steps, but it's, it, it's just important to realize that like it's part of that climb, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it, it's put it this way. I say it's not glamorous as it sounds, but it also is really cool. Heck yeah. You're making a living singing. Right. Yeah. You know? yeah. You're making a living playing your guitar, bro. Like yeah. how many, you know, most people don't have a lot of friends who can say that, you know, I mean, I do in town because we're, we're <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> but you know, most consumers that, you know, they don't have a lot of people that can say that it's a hobby for them or whatever. So, right. I mean, I think that's cool. I got paid. I, was I rich? Heck no. But I got paid to see most of the United States on tour, right. you know, right. like a lot of the tourist attractions, biggest ball of twine, devil's tower, you know, <laughs> 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 you know, different, different you know, Hollywood stuff like that. Like I got paid to do that. And, and, um, that's, that's where it comes from. And to your point, like talk a little bit about your social media, like, like just, just time wise, you know, how much time are you spending on your social media? And the reason I want to point this out, because I want you to hear somebody's actually doing it in the trenches and, and, and hear it from his mouth, but the work on YouTube, the work on your social media, if you focused on that, that's something that you can control. It's something that you don't need to ask anybody's permission for. It's something that you don't need a big investor to do. Um, you know, so all these, 
blocks, these barriers that you have in your brain. And here's why I haven't made it because I need some more money and I need to be on the radio. But, but well, man, you build up a big enough audience. And I promise you, you're going to have managers coming out of the woodwork. Yeah. You're going to have, yeah. you're going to have, um, record labels coming out of the woodwork. You're going to have investors going, Hey man, I really believe in what you're doing. And they, right. they start to smell the barbecue, but you've got to start the barbecue and you don't need anybody's permission to do it, but it takes time. Right? So Jonathan, what's a day look like for you when you got a gig? Well, Oh, a day when I've got a gig. Well, it mostly depends on what I did after the gig last night. <laughs> but um, fair enough. <laughs> on, on, on my good after days, my own heart. <laughs> on, my, on my good days, what I've uh, the the good days that I've been more on that I've just been really serious about doing my stuff. Usually, I'll try to wake up and get to the gym, just because you know image is important these days. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Uh, I'll come home, and I usually like to write a list of the things that I need to do. Um, and social media is usually one of those. Um, most days I'm trying to at least give it some thought about what's going on. Um, and then also spending my time, you know, booking gigs, uh, for the future, which I actually don't handle most of my booking, but I'm starting to handle a lot more of it as I'm starting to try to get on the road. Um, I will also songwrite and I will track demos and whatnot like that. Um, are you wanting to hear more of what I do with the social media on a normal day? Well, yeah, like how much time do you spend normally you think on a daily basis on your social media? <laughs> uh, producing content or consuming content? Uh, <laughs> producing content. Um, man, you or know, interacting, it, I guess. Yeah. You no, know, it varies so, so, so much because man, I'm, I'm something I've been working on is being a, a better creature of habit. I, man, one day I will be, I will spend all day on it. And then the next day I will just, I'll have other errands to run. It depends. But if we're going to go for an average, I'll probably spend two hours on average. So if there's a day where, you know, maybe it's the middle of the week and I haven't really put out any like content that I would consider uh, compelling. That's like, you know, not just, okay, here's an Instagram post to keep me alive. Here's whatever. I'll probably spend less, but you know, uh, my local radio station has me in like this little songwriter competition right now. And so the last few days, I mean, I've been all over that on Facebook because Mm -hmm. I need votes on it. And on top of that, it's getting people from that listen to the radio coming to my page. So, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time. Um, I'm running a lot of Facebook ads because Facebook's algorithm is making it near impossible to really get my fans paying attention now, unless you're spending at least a couple bucks. That being said, don't be scared of that because I'm spending, you could spend $10 a week and still you'd get a, your fans will see it. It, it, You know, you may not get cute, like literally everybody's seeing it, but if you've got good compelling content, I mean, I spent, I I tried to do a little bit of a, of a bulk one the other day and spent $20 over the course of 24 hours. And it spends about, so it's, it, it divides that time up in how much it's spending. And I mean, in the first like dollar 80, I mean, the majority of the comments were just like, okay, I voted, I voted, I voted, voted, love the song, love the song. I voted, I voted, voted like that. So really don't be scared of spending money on Facebook ads. You don't have to spend a lot, but you may just need to do it a little bit just to get your feet wet and get people kind of seeing your content. It works too. And it's also a great way if you've got something out to get new people to your page as well. That's right. So I spend a lot of time doing the Facebook thing. Instagram is still a monster I'm trying to figure out because, you know, I've got about 3,000 followers who used to be way more engaged than they are now. A lot of it's got to do with Facebook buying Instagram. Um, I, you know, I tried the artist page thing out and they kind of do what they do on Facebook where they, unless you're paying for it, they kind of bring your numbers down. So it, it's definitely its own animal. But actually, um, my, my newest feat is taking on, you know, the Gary, the Gary Vee, uh, 18 cents idea where he's basically saying, find your top 10 hashtags mm-hmm. in your, uh, and you know, for what, what is you for, what is your brand? And uh, you know, the, the nine top posts in that, that day, go be a part of the community, go comment, go like, go, you know, talk with people and you'll pick up a couple followers a day. So, you know, there's a lot of tactics like that, that work really, really well. Um, How's that been working for you? Have you implemented that yet? I haven't yet. I'm still kind of researching. I just found out about it two days ago. Um, okay. I love, love the idea, but uh, mm-hmm. still trying. I, I want to figure out, you know, what my hashtags are. And, and I'm still kind of learning a little bit more about what exactly he means. So, you know, I can't really super, super educated on it. Well, here's another quick trick. And then I think we probably got to wrap it up. But um, the um, everybody that likes 
something on your Instagram, a post on your Instagram, right? right. You can click on the account and you can see are they following you or not following you. Right. If they're not following you, um, and even if they are following you, go and, and just engage with them, right? Find like yeah. three posts that are on their Instagram feed. Yeah. And then make a comment, direct message on a specific post so that they know that you're not a bot, right? So right. that so it's like, hey man, that uh, that dog, how old's that dog in that picture? You know, or something like that. Like make a comment on that and then yeah. uh, and maybe even make a comment right on the post, right? So they know that it's you. And then, and, and then when they hit you back and they let you know, then you can, now they've engaged back to you and you can be like, Hey, you know, I really like you. I want to give you a free download of my song, man. I, I appreciate you, you know, hitting me back. And, yeah. and, and now you can start to grow in that way too. You're going to pick up three, four followers, you know, if you're jamming like that uh, uh, as a growth tool, but I like that you're using it as a growth tool. Yeah, that's, definitely. That's what you need to be doing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, well, Jonathan, thank you so much for, uh, for taking the time to hang out with us today. I think like your experience and the, and the work that you put in um, to, to your whole career here is invaluable to the community at, at uh, in the client community. Uh, it just shows everybody like, Hey, this can be done. And, and it, and it's yeah. a grind, right? It's, it's a hard yes. work. It's, yes. You might as well be grinding for yourself and grinding for somebody probably else. The one thing, probably yeah. the one thing we didn't touch on it enough though. Have some resolve. It's going to, you're going to have to grind. It's, it's, it's the trenches, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it works. There you go. Well, um, so that brings so us to the end of that another YouTube page. Let's do that YouTube page again. It's yeah. oh, Jonathan yeah. Cochran. Jonathan Cochran. 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 C-O-C-H-R-A-N. Like yeah. Johnny Cochran, the lawyer. Right, exactly. Yeah. And uh, so you can find it on YouTube. Uh, what's that, that squeeze page that you give out where people can download okay. some of your music if they so want to check that out? Just jonathancochran.com backslash free f-r-e-e simple as that and you can awesome. uh you can find some of my stuff there and, and it's also, also mm-hmm. yeah i'm on itunes spotify instagram facebook wherever else you can find me there and you're also in the climb community on facebook yes so. i try to stay active there and uh, we appreciate you and he comes in he'll drop a testimonial here and there and go kind of like what we did today just going hey yeah. here's something i tried here's been my results so i mean that's uh, it's a valuable part of the community. So we appreciate you doing that there. It's helping other people. Thank you. Uh, and that's awesome. But yeah, go ahead, Johnny. Well, I, yeah. So uh, what he said and, and join the climb community. If you haven't already, just go to Facebook and search for the climb community. Uh, it, it's a private club. Just uh, ask to be let in. We're going to let you in behave like good boys and girls and you won't be led to the door. You can stay there for as long as you want. There we um, go. Make sure you share it if you like it. Cause if you like it, there's other people that could find value with it and uh, leave a rating and review. All right. We want to know. And Oh, let, finally subscribe. Subscribe to the podcast. If you're digging it, then every new episode comes out automatically and it'll be right there in your podcast feed and just click on it when you're ready to listen and you'll know what you've listened to, what you haven't listened to and, and you can go and, and, and make sure you're hitting the other episodes as, as much as you need to be. Um, so with that, um, before we wrap up, just want to tell everybody that, that we are available for uh, at Daredevil here for consultations. If you need help like this, if you want some direction, uh, a lot of times just a a one-on-one conversation with somebody that can personalize and craft a strategy for your, for what you need to be doing next to take the next big step is, is going to be make all the difference in the world and start to create some real momentum here and reach out to us at info at daredevilproduction.com. Again, production singular. There is no S info at daredevilproduction.com. Uh, just put in the subject line, the consultation, we'll reach back out to you and set up a time, schedule a time and, and, uh, and find out what you're doing and what you can be doing better and make sure that you're, that you're optimizing every single minute and every single penny that you're spending on your career, okay? So uh, with that, brings us to the end here of another Killer Climb episode. Keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.